the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Man, thank you for lending me those beautiful ears. Today, we're going to talk about indecision. I like that word, indecision. I don't know. Or non-decision. No decision. I just like indecision. People who simply can't make up their minds. Clients who just will not pull the proverbial trigger. So what's happening? When a client doesn't want to buy, they'll say things like, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. Send me a proposal and I'll consider it. Let me talk to my boss. Let me take this to my committee, also known as deferring to the higher authority strategy. In other words, they come up with different reasons why they won't pull the trigger. Now, this is, this is one of those problems that every salesperson encounters, and there's so many different ways to handle it, but I'm just going to go down one track right now. When somebody doesn't want to make a decision, they're afraid. That's the big one. They're afraid. Now, you're saying, well, Victor, thank you. Thank you for pointing out the obvious. Well, let's define what we mean by afraid. Because afraid can mean so many things. There is something in your presentation that did not reduce, if not eliminate altogether, the anxiety the customer feels in making that decision. Maybe it was a money issue, right? Maybe they don't have the budget. Maybe what you proposed was a bit too much. Or maybe it's all about timing. Maybe now's not the right time. Or maybe your time frame is too long or too short, too quick. Maybe it's the time frame. Or how about something simpler? Maybe they really don't have a need. They're, it, what they have is good enough. They don't need your product. You didn't go to the next level and create a sense of urgency. See, some people may know they need something, but that doesn't mean they're going to pull the trigger. What you have to do is, once you understand that they need your product or service, you then have to create, generate, so to speak, a sense of urgency, like now is the time to act. Now, let's assume that it's not money, that it's not time or time frame, that there is a need. You have done everything in your powers to generate that sense of urgency. You let them know, look, this is impacting your revenue. It's costing you more. You're losing market share. You need to make a decision. You did all that. And let's say you did all that right. Then the last factor is trust. Oh, that's a big one. Trust is a big one. Because I think what holds people back is that they know they have to do something. They know they need to do something. But something in what you said, how you said it, how you approached it, did not give them that warm and fuzzy feeling on trust. Now, let me go ahead and define trust. I've defined this in past podcasts, but it's worth repeating one more time. Here's what I think trust is. Trust is this. This is how you build trust with the client. First of all, you literally really take their point of view. This is pure empathy, but you take their point of view. You really try to live in their shoes, live a day in life, right? In other words, you understand their problem. You really let them know, I get it, Mr. Customer. I know what you're struggling with. I get it. I understand. I am here, you know, feeling your pain. When customers know that you understand their situation, their point of view, the pressures in the market, the pressures on them, then they go, okay, they tick the box. They, that's the beginning of trust. But that's not enough. Just because you take their point of view does not mean they begin trusting you. The second part of the trust equation is you have to be a subject matter expert. Not only should you know your product, not only should you understand your services, you should also be able to explain to the customer 
the differences between your offerings. The differences not only between your offerings, but also what the competitors are offering in the market. You should also be able to stand, understand the dynamics of what's happening in the market and let the customer kind of help them guide them through making a right decision. That's a real subject matter expert. Someone who can, knows their product, knows the market, knows the business, and you communicate that ability, that knowledge to your customer. Ooh, you're getting so close to hitting the trust bell. Because again, if you take their point of view, you demonstrate you're a subject matter expert, here comes the final thrust into clinching the trust badge. And that is, you have to have their best interest in mind. Oh, let me just slow down, this is too good. You have to demonstrate, show them that you have their best interest in mind. So you've taken their point of view. You've demonstrated that you understand the market, the business, the product, even their business. But now they want you to take into consideration their interests. In other words, you got to keep their best interests in mind. What does that mean? If you know and you understand your customers, then you recommend to them, you guide them toward the decision, a product selection that you know is going to help them without overselling them or, dare I say, underselling them. Too often, some people want to undersell something because they want to come in at a lower price. No, never undersell your clients, but more importantly, never oversell your clients. See, when the customer knows that you're really looking out for their wallet, their pocketbook, their budget, then they begin to trust you. If you can take their point of view, you can keep their best interests in mind. But again, remember, position yourself as a subject matter expert. If you can put those three things together, you will hit that trust bell. So again, let's do a quick recap. Is it the money? Let's find out. Is it timing? Let's find out. Do they have a need? Did you create the sense of urgency? If you did all that, in other words, they do have the money. The time frame is just right. There is a need. You created a sense of urgency. Then you have to lock it down with trust. And trust is all about taking their point of view, demonstrating that you're a subject matter expert, and more importantly, keeping their best interest in mind, and all that will get you that deal. Let me know what you think. Let me know if this works for you because I really want you to think about every customer situation you've been in where the customer said, let me think about it. And then mentally, what I want you to do is go in your head, visualize that conversation you had with a customer that said, let me think about it, let me get back to you. And ask yourself, was it about the money? Did we push money to the side? Did I have the right time frame in mind for them? Was there a need? In other words, was this a qualified client? If the answer is yes, great. Did I create a sense of urgency? But more importantly, did I demonstrate trust? Did I take their point of view? Did I demonstrate my subject matter expertise? And did I keep their best interest in mind when I put a proposal in front of them? If you did all that, there is no reason why you shouldn't close more deals. Let me know what you think of this. Love to hear your feedback. Check out again on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're listening, please let me know what you think on this subject in terms of really connecting with your clients so they make a buying decision. And after you leave me your feedback, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. As you know, it is one of those academies where we're adding new courses every month to make you a better salesperson to help you sell that much better, that much faster. Check out salesvelocityacademy.com. Again, that's salesvelocityacademy.com. And on that note, this is Victor Antonio always reminding you that selling ain't hard when you know how to build the trust. You position yourself as a subject matter expert, keep their best interest in mind, and you know how to do it. Take care.
Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.